0: what's up everybody welcome back to the golly dating 101 podcast um we know it's been a while we are trying to be consistent and trying to record every two weeks but life simply just gets in the way you know how that goes (laughs) but thank you guys for being so patient with us um, because we know you guys have been waiting for this episode. So today we'll be discussing preferences and having a type and whether whether or not it's right or wrong to have a type. Um, so it's a yes and no. No, because you like what you like. You just can't help it. And yes, if that means that you're looking down on other people because of oh, their race.
1: All right. so So hold on. You said you just can't help it. So like when those gay people or lesbian homosexual relationships says, I can't help what I like. Is that what you're referring to? because that's absolutely not what I'm referring to.
0: <laughs> I mean, people who have a type, as in someone who's tall, of, of the opposite sex, or, um, you know, maybe he has a beard, uh, or maybe hey, for I a ju- guy, she, know now. maybe, you know, she's uh, Latina, or maybe she is, I don't know, but... Just a type of someone of the you, the opposite sex of you.
1: So, all right. So, preference. Um, so, you want to talk about what your type was or am I your type? or Well, was I your type, I should say? Or...
0: Um, No, um, not necessarily. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, my type, I, I, w- I don't want to say Tavaris so so was my type because, of course, I wanted a guy that was saved and handsome. Um, but I prefer to a guy with a beard or a goatee and somebody that's older than me. Um, that was just a few of few of my preferences on my checklist.
1: In case you guys don't know anything about us personally, Safa is one year older than me and she always thought I was a child and she is one year, not, not even five, ten years. She pretended she, at least she had the impression she was a cougar by allowing me to talk to her. So in case you all didn't know, my wife is crazy. Um,
0: but, but I married you, so I guess I really am crazy. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, wow. Okay, so now you know how she really feels. But it's all good. Um, you know, I love her, but she wasn't my type either, since she wanted to be petty. Uh, I would say, I would say I didn't ask her much because, in my opinion, if your character was trash, I wouldn't have talked to you regardless. So my thing was, gosh, she just got to be saved. She got to be fine, and the body got to be booming. So she had to be thicker than a snicker and. If y'all never seen my wife, she wasn't safe. I'm joking. No, no, no. My wife is safe. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But she 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 wasn't... She didn't have that, that wagon that I was looking for. <laughs> Judge me not. Um, so, yeah, definitely. that. But I honestly felt like that was something that would basically get me in trouble. Because if all I'm pursuing is a girl with a nice butt, then that means I'm being driven by lust. So, necessarily, it wasn't a matter of, you know... God giving me my preference or God not giving my preference. I just feel like my preference was a bit shallow at the time when I used to say those prayers. I know some people have like a checklist that the person has to meet all those. I didn't have like a checklist. I was really just specific because if you didn't meet the character and if you're dumb, I'm not going to talk to you. You know, I just wanted a girl that was fine and thick. So, yeah. And now she's um, in the gym squatting, so
0: oh, please. let's
1: bless God. For
0: me, for me, she, not for you. <laughs> in, in,
1: she can say what she well, wants. Well, mostly for me. She can say what she wants, but God knows that um, it's the will of God for her to have a big butt in this marriage. Um, <laughs> but were you going to say something?
0: No, no, no. I was just going to say I don't believe having a type is, is you being shallow. Yeah, I don't think so at all. I think what comes into you being shallow is if you only strictly you know look for that type no one can be for you except they are that exact type that you have in your head and that's where you get in trouble because what if the type that you think you have for yourself is the, t- the person that god has for you yeah um there is a difference between being attracted to a certain type of person and hating or looking down on other people because they look a certain because they're a certain type of people
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I say so as well because, all right, so I got a close friend that's single and he's looking for a spouse. So I'm like, I'm the world's worst wingman, but I'm going to keep trying, you know? So anytime I see a single sister, you know, I send her over to his his Instagram like, hey, what do you think? You know, she's single, she looks nice. And he's like, nah, she's this or nah, she's that. And I'm like, you're single. Just grab a wife and go, you know? (laughs) But in reality, it's just... You know, some people have their preferences, and just because someone has been waiting a long doesn't mean they should have to settle or it doesn't mean they should just take whoever's left. I feel like when it comes to relationships, it's only an issue when we start looking down on people because I'm black, I get it, and maybe I wouldn't have wanted a white wife, but if I'm looking down on a woman because she's white, then that's a sin because racism across the board is a sin. It's not gonna be any excuse for it. mistreating someone because of how they look. Or their ethnicity, or the island they were born in, it's a sin. Right. You shouldn't be looking down on people. Um, this verse isn't in regards to um, marriage, but in Galatians three, Paul mentioned that there's no neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither bond nor free. Neither male or female, for we are all one in Christ. And I know he's not talking about marriage, but he's talking about us as children of God, period. God is not looking down on a white church or looking down on a black church, the Hispanic church, the Indian church. No, God is looking down and seeing one body. You know, so when we you may not like that specific type of, you know, other body of Christ. You may not, you know, be attracted to them. And I'm not saying God will force you to want to be with them, but you have to also be realistic that you have to evaluate Why do you like a certain people or are you looking down on certain people? Because if you're thinking that you're superior or if you have any type of whatever kind of pride in your heart that's telling you that you're better or your background is better, you know, then I believe that just leads over into sin.
0: Right. No, I you had mentioned that mistreating or disrespecting someone because of how they look. Is a sin. And I don't know. It just brought me back. I wanted to piggyback off of that when I was in high school. Not that I intended to marry this person or anything. Um, but you're right. <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> but there was a guy, and I had a crush on him. And um, some of my friends told him, and word got back to me. They came back to me, and they told me at the time I had natural hair. I've always had natural hair. My hair has never been permed. Um, but he, he said that, you know, he wouldn't give me a chance because my hair was nappy and i just felt bum. like that was out of line because that was just disrespectful it's one thing i bet he's an, single right now it's one thing he is a scrub <laughs> it's one thing to have a type but it's another thing to be re- disrespectful to people who are yeah. outside of that type
1: you yeah. know so yeah. i 100 percent agree i mean people be people at the end of the day but i feel like at some point it, it becomes a, a it just shows an immaturity level inside of them if you were if you were to think cuz we're both black yeah so my thing is i don't believe that i would have had an unsuccessful marriage if my wife would have been hispanic or if she would have been indian or white or whatever i don't believe god would allow my marriage to to be whack if i'm not married to someone of my same culture so i just believe it's an immature thing to go into marriage with that mindset this episode is brought to you by bumble But one thing I do know is that a lot of people prefer a specific type of person because that's the culture that they're used to, which is fair, which makes a whole lot of sense, in my opinion. Um, My thing is, we're both Jamaican. Safa was actually born there. If you want to call me a Jamaican, you know, you stink, whatever. But my parents are there. That's the culture. That's the type of church I was in. So all my life, I was growing up around a Jamaican culture, you know, even though I was born and raised in Miami, you know, so my, but my preference wasn't necessarily to find a, a Jamaican woman, you know what I mean? But if I found a Jamaican woman, it helps me relate better to her, you know, so it's not that I'm saying I had something against Jamaican women, but it just matter of I didn't really care the you know, repeat that type of cycle. I didn't care to, you know, a woman has to be like my mom. So it wasn't like, that's what I wanted, you know, but I know for a fact that if I were to marry, you know, a white woman in Wyoming that knows nothing about my Jamaican culture, that means now all my traditions, all, all the dishes that I like, all the things that, you know, they may celebrate or like to practice, now I have to teach it or, and if she is not a fast learner, that can be stressful. Or if she doesn't know how to cook and I'm expecting her to make and saltfish, or to make some oxtail or some curry or whatever the case may be, she may look at me like, I've never even heard of these dishes. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a, it's a easier appreciation when, you know, you've, when you're with someone, you know, inside of your culture, because it's not like I had to teach Safa how to make the dishes that I like she already knew how to make them or her mom is already teaching her how to make it you know so she understood me better and I feel like a lot of times it's easier to to deal with someone you know that's that can relate to you not saying that's what we're encouraging just saying that's the predicament that I was in
0: yeah I think there's pros and cons to both yeah it's great dealing with someone who can relate to you because you're the same of the same culture but I feel because we are of the same culture we don't we don't know other cultures if that makes sense i yeah, feel as yeah. though well, let's sure, say i sure. would have married someone outside of my cul- my culture i would have learned a lot right and that person would have learned a lot from me you would have um kind of been intertwined into something that you weren't born and raised in and that's the beauty of um you know dating outside of your culture or your race um per se and so i think that's a great a great a great experience and yes we all have types and you know yes i'm not saying that you know let's say the person that god has has for me um was okay let me say it another way Tavares well or I would have preferred someone in my culture just like Tavares because like he said um you know you there you relate more in, in a way um, but if God had if I felt like you know God had someone for me that was outside my culture I would not limit I wouldn't be like, okay, no, I want this. So I'm just going to completely push aside what God wants. You have to be open to, at the end of the day, it's about what God wants. It's about the relationship that will be pleasing to him. And I'm not saying God has like a specific person for each of us. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother podcast for another day. Um, But all I'm saying is your type, I always want to reiterate that your type should not um, put God in a box.
1: Right, right. Um, definitely agree, so okay well I'll, I'll get into that later i won't <laughs> I won't trouble you all right now, but I will say i I had a bad experience, not didn't happen to me personally, but it was something that I witnessed, you know, I grew up in a church predominantly black, full of Jamaicans, you know, we had other cultures there, but it was predominantly a Jamaican church, and you know someone. I don't know if they were actually dating the girl or someone, I guess they were about to, or they expressed interest in, you know, in a white girl. And then someone, you know, took exception to that. And they must've said a comment, something along the lines of, you know, why would you, why would you want to talk to him? And I'm just looking at it like, why does who he decides to talk to and marry affect you? What does that have to do with you? You know what I mean? Why do you think, a black man has to marry a black woman or why does it i feel like that leads into the world's um racist mentality whereas the world likes to push a, a an agenda you know to cause a big debate and cause a big strife in the church whereas i i i'm of the persuasion that if you're attracted to someone you're attracted to them and my opinion on that doesn't matter because you're the one attracted to them i shouldn't be the one trying to tell you what you should like or what you shouldn't like and i'm not going to say that person per se was racist, but I will say that comment I felt was racist. And I will say that racism definitely exists in the church. You know, a lot of people may think, I don't know about that in my church. No, but racism was even in the Bible. Jesus, you know, had to address certain topics like that inside the word of God. And there was a time when even Peter, you know, had a, a vision and God had to tell him, don't call, you know, Common, what what God has cleansed, you know, regarding Cornelius, because there was a lot of times where they looked down on people, like with Jesus saying he had to go through Samaria, but the Jews, you know, they don't even talk to Samaritans, you know what I mean? So it's so easy for even church people to feel like they're better than another group of people, you know, so that's why we have to learn and not be so exclusive and feel like, you know, we're better than anyone, you know, so I'm not trying to start a political debate, um, but I do want you to understand this. Well, I'm black, so that's the reason I'm using this as an example. Maybe you're black, that's the maybe you're not. But being pro-black doesn't mean you have to be anti-anything. You know, wanting a white spouse isn't a problem unless you want them only because you think they're better than other races. You know, I don't know if South has ever had to deal with those type of scenarios, but I know of a lot of times there's there's been arguments over people saying, you know, yeah, you want a white woman because white women, because black women are too too strong for you and you're a weak man. I'm like... What The fact that people would even say a comment so foolish just shows how immature they're thinking. Right. Like, uh, if someone wants a person of that, that race or of a of that ethnicity, let them do what they want to do. You know what I mean? I'm only offended when I hear of a, in, in my scenario, like a black man saying, oh, I'll never marry a black woman. They're too this, they're too that. Well, your mother's a black woman. So are you against your mom as well? Your sister's a black woman. Are you against your sister as well? You know, so it's just a matter of knowing that, you know, some some people, I won't say r- some races, no, some people are going to be the same in every single culture. There are some ghetto black women, some ghetto white women, some ghetto Hispanic women. There's some ghetto women everywhere. There's some loud black women, loud white women. There's some loud people everywhere. So it's not a matter of avoiding a race. You need to avoid a type of character, not a not a type of race. But don't let me push you into you know dating someone that you don't feel like God would want you to talk to you know what i mean so don't feel as though we're saying you know your preference is bad i'm not saying your preference is bad i believe your preference is only wrong when it causes you to to step out of god's plan or your preference is only wrong when it causes you to to lock god in a box or it causes you to tell god well god i want you to bless me with a spouse and god will send 20 guys your direction that will pursue you and you'll say no to all of them because they weren't they weren't tall, dark and handsome. You know what I mean? It's just like that doesn't make any sense because you're telling God my husband has to be tall, dark and handsome and maybe he does. Bible does say God will grant the desires of your heart, but there are a lot of women who are in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, single, and frustrated, saying they're waiting on God. When in reality, you're not waiting on God. You've rejected everyone that God maybe has sent because they don't look a certain way. You know, so I feel like a lot of times having a type can definitely be a reason why a lot of people are single. But I don't know if Safa's ever rejected a guy because they weren't her type. I don't know you.
0: Um. I guess in a sense but not for a physical type. I would say more for a character, more for the person that they were. That's um you know, I've 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 talked to guys before because they weren't my physical type, but they were my type for who they were. They were a godly men and they were caring, they were loving. There were characteristics about them that I felt that I needed in a in a, you know, a, another a, a spouse. So um, but, of course, that per- person wasn't the person God had for me. But I've never rejected someone just because they looked a certain way.
1: So you, have you ever dated a white guy? No. Hispanic guy? No. Gee, have you ever dated anybody?
0: The opportunity just never presented itself.
1: Um, The opportunity. <laughs> Excuse me? What
0: I'm saying is I have grown up, born and raised pretty much in a predominantly black community, black church, Um there was no one
1: <laughs> Good.
0: Um, until I, you know, until I, you know, started going to the church that uh, I started going to when Tavares to was military. I did. Before then, I didn't really go to a church where there were any people of any other race than black. So that's why.
1: I don't know. And, and honestly, I feel like that's a big reason why we need to step up our evangelism, because I feel like a lot of times people like to say how, who am I going to marry? Because there's no one inside the church. Um, if there's no one at the church, then that means you're not inviting people because mm-hmm. your church should should have multiple people. It should have different cultures. It different should have different diversity. races. Yep, right. um, I believe the church she's talking about is the first time I've, li- I've literally been in a, a very diverse. Well, there was one before that, but a very diverse church. Whereas... Um, Like when they'll have an all nation Sunday, you'll literally see more than 10 different type of countries represented, you know, so it's good to have churches that represent, you know, different areas because you can't say, oh, well, God, I don't see anybody at the church. But if, if you don't invite nobody to church and no one is getting saved. And then that's another thing. You don't have to marry someone at your church. Safa and I were not going to the same church. I know a lot of people who didn't marry someone at the same church, or even in the the same same
0: denomination. Exactly, same church,
1: or we're in a different state. My mentor once told me, "Don't lock God inside of this church. Like you're looking for a spouse, and you're thinking it has to come out of here. That's why you're frustrated because God is able to open a door for you to meet someone anywhere else." And we're not going to be talking about where to be meeting people now because I feel like that's a that's a long subject, and I'm not trying to get anybody to download Tinder or anything because I don't want to hear it. We won't be held responsible. But I feel like a lot of times we're just, we look at what's immediately surrounding us and then lock ourselves inside of a box. I, I'm not, I thought I was interrupting you. I'm sorry. But one thing I did want to point out in regards to having, having a type is it's okay to have one, but please understand, yes, God knows the desires of your heart, but so does the devil. You know, the devil studies you. You know, he's our enemy. He studies you. He studies your your likes. He studies your interests. He studies your dislikes because he wants to be able to present an opportunity for you to fall into sin. He wants to be able to present an opportunity for you to walk out of God's will. You know, so if you're praying, God, I want a guy that's white. I want a guy with a beard. I want a guy that's muscular. You're not going to find a short, fat black guy. You know with less facial hair than me You're not going to find that You know he's going to send someone that looks Exactly like what you've been praying for And that's why you have to pray for discernment Because a lot of times people pray You know and all they're praying about Is looks All they're praying about is is What what do they look like Or it's, it's never a matter of character And I feel yeah, like a lot of what times they for you, what they look like. Exactly I feel like a lot of times We have to focus more on their character Instead of how they look So if you've um like a friend of mine, she she reached out and said, Man, I'm I was having relationship problems, I guess you can say. And then but they were like, Oh, it's someone inside my church that was showing interest and I'm looking like, Okay, okay. So homie showing interest, you should give it a give it a shot. And she was like, No, cause he's XYZ and I was like, Your last one didn't work out. That's why you reached out and you were telling me, like, I'm looking like, I can't help you. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of times we expect people to tell us something that's, I don't have a magic formula. If God sends five dudes to your DM, well, God probably sent people to your DM, but, but if God tells you about, if God... If opportunity presents itself and you don't even think about the opportunity or you don't even, you know, consider it, then how would you know that God isn't the one behind it? Because a lot of times we're going after a specific type and then what happens? We get that type, the relationship doesn't last or we fall into sin. So how do we know that God sent them? Because they were what we were looking for, you know? So it's a matter of praying, using discernment, you know, seeking God and trying to figure out. What is it? You know, and always asking God for his approval, always seeking God and staying close to him, because if God is not behind it, you're not going to have peace regarding it. God is going to mess it up. God mm-hmm. is going to allow allow you to see the bigger picture. God is going to allow you to see their true colors. But if it is going to work, yes, you will have problems, but God will still be ordering your steps. God will be bringing you to closer together things that you thought you would have never entertained or you know, their interest that you probably would have thought was corny a week ago. Now you find yourself interested in that as well. So I feel like it's just a matter of broadening your horizon and, you know, letting God out of your box. But I'm on a tangent. I don't know if... <laughs> no, I,
0: I agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, I think the moral of this story is um, it's okay to have a type. Just don't put that... Don't put God in a box because of your type, basically.
1: Yeah, so... I know we've been hindering you all from hearing us for a good amount of time. We need to get back on a consistent level with this, and we're planning on it. But as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you guys leaving five star reviews. A lot of you all have been leaving reviews. None of them um, are being ignored. We read them. You know, we're so grateful for them. We're grateful for you all listening and we sharing. Love you guys. Thank we you. appreciate the love and support. We love you all back. And if you have any suggestions, feel free to email us, shoot us a DM on Instagram. Oh, our email, sorry, it's contact at godlydating101.com. And as always, we love you and we'll be seeing you soon. Have a good one. Peace. Later, guys.